Hello, podcast listeners. Thank you again for tuning in, as always. This is your host, Sarah, uh, and you're listening to the When Losing Means Winning podcast. It's a podcast about people that have lost something but have gained a whole lot more out of the experience. And so uh, you're tuning into episode four here. Uh, we have my friend Kelly from high school. She graduated a couple years after me. I really like a lot about this podcast this episode and this interview. It's super short and sweet, uh, but she hits a lot of um, home points. She has a lot of good pointers, uh, and I'll go over those in the wrap-up. I don't want to give too much away now, but uh, I'm excited for you to hear from her. And again, if you're interested in being in this podcast or being a guest on this podcast, uh, I'm looking for people that have lost 50 pounds and have kept it off for at least a year. Uh, My email address is wlmwpodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's wlmwpodcast at at gmail.com. So also, I wanted to check in and see how your knee exercises are going. Uh, I am going to hold you accountable as virtually as possible. So uh, I hope you're taking those stairs every day or you're keeping up with something. And you know, if it wasn't sustainable, if you pick something that you couldn't sustain, figure something else out. Uh, If it's not the stairs and you give up on that, why don't you park a little bit further away from uh, your door? Or you know, you, um, I don't know. I've done crazier things like when I fold laundry, I'll put the laundry basket in one place and then I'll have to walk all the way to my closet at another place and it seems small but every article of clothing I have to walk all the way over to the closet. And it also seems crazy but it does add up and maybe that'll work for you. So I encourage you to keep going with those neat moves and uh, I'm excited for you to hear from Kelly. Here we go. Enjoy. Hello podcast guests. I am here with Kelly. Kelly and I graduated high school a few years apart, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she is here to tell her story of her weight loss journey today, and I'm excited to hear from her. So Kelly, if you would start with a little bit of where you're at right now, a little bit about yourself so we can paint a picture for our audience, that'd be great. Sure, thank you so much for having me. I'm yeah, glad to welcome. be here. So as she said, my name is Kelly. Um, I will be 28 years old next week. I am a full-time Happy birthday, student. Early. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, full-time student and uh, mother of two, and you know, just trying to get myself back to being healthy, especially with that big 3-0 coming up. You know, I want to keep yeah. myself healthy. The decade number they just get everybody. I so what's interesting about this podcast is I want to publish this podcast before I turn 30. <laughs> <laughs> so we're very similar in yeah, that. I think a lot know. of people are, but awesome. Yeah, awesome. Um, and about how tall are you? Oh, I'm five seven. Okay, and you said you're a full-time student and you're taking courses online. Yes, I am. Uh, and how old are your kids? Uh, my daughter is nine and my son is four. Okay, awesome. Uh, and did you say how much you weigh right now? I think I did. It was 180. Okay, great. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? What were you like at your highest and when you started this journey way back? 
when? Well, it's been very fluctuating because, as I said, my kids are five years apart. Um, so, you know, when I was in high school, I was very active and, you know, I wasn't skinny, skinny, but, you know, I was active, so I was healthy. And then I got pregnant with my daughter and I jumped up to like 220 pounds, mm. which was really discouraging. And yeah. um, after I had her, by the time she was three, I was back down to my high school weight. So, you know, I was really happy about that. That's awesome. And then I got pregnant with my son. <laughs> and by the end of my pregnancy with him, I was all the way up to 240 pounds um, and of course nobody likes to get on the scale and see those numbers so um, after I was all you know recovered from my c-section and everything I started just going for walks and um, from there I decided to get a gym membership so uh, hold on let's backtrack so let's start with your first weight loss sure, okay. sure so sure. you had your daughter and you scaled up to about 220 yes what was the first thing you did there after you were done with her? You got on the scale and you're like, oh my gosh, like, I can't be this heavy anymore. It's yes. just, I'm uncomfortable. I don't feel good about myself. So what did you do? Um, well, with thing? my daughter, I was living down in East Hartford. So it was all, you know, city blocks and stuff like that. So I went for a lot of walks and okay. then it went from walking to running. And so with her, the majority of my weight loss came from just running all the time because, you know, it was easy to make a couple loops around the block. Okay. How long um, were those runs about? Um, I mean, they started off just, you know, running, you know, down the street because that was as far as I could go at that point. And um, I remember when I was in high school and I was learning how to run, my dad was like, you know, every day, just see if you can get to the next light post. Mm, so yeah. I was doing that. Can I get to the next block? Can I get to the next house? Can I get just a little bit further than I did the day before? Sure. And um, by the time I was feeling healthy and feeling good again, I was running for half an hour to an hour, depending on how long I wanted to. But I was stopping because I wanted to and not because I couldn't breathe and my lungs were killing me and my sure. legs were hurting. Yeah. So. That's awesome. And did you take your daughter with you? I'm always curious about this. Um, in the beginning I did when she was little and I was just walking, but once I was getting back into being able to run distances, then it was more time for me. Okay. So. It's uh, such a hard thing to navigate, but I'm glad that you made time for yourself yes. because I hear that's a huge it's, struggle. Yes, and it's very important too. <laughs> yeah, that's good for you, and it's not selfish at all, right? Like you, you yeah, need to you take need care your of time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, and that's how you worked your way down to uh, the first time after yes. the first pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Was there uh, anything else you did, like diet wise? Or? Um, diet wise, I'm actually a pretty healthy eater. I'm not a big indulger in sweet things. My weakness is actually milk. I drink a lot of milk and oh, that's pretty fattening. <laughs> yeah. So um, the biggest thing for me was just substituting water instead of milk. Yeah. It's such a small, so. weird change. But it is, but it, it, made, it makes such a big difference. You wouldn't yeah. think that it would, but it does. Yeah. Wow, that's neat. Anything else you want to talk about during that phase? Um, that was pretty much it. That was, you know, I didn't that one wasn't as much of a, a try to lose weight. It was actually pretty easy to lose off the first baby weight. It was oh a gosh. lot harder the second time. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that's like. Easy to lose weight. <laughs> okay, so now, so you get pregnant again. This yep. is five years later, yep. and you skyrocket up to 240, we yes. said. Okay, so now let's talk about the second journey. Um, so this was, again, the one that was a little more complicated. Um, I had my gallbladder removed and I was aging up a little bit. So my body and my metabolism and everything was all different than what it had been my entire life. Yep. Um, so I had tried doing the same thing, just starting with walking and running. And I saw a little bit of results, but I couldn't get down underneath 200 pounds. For the longest time, I just plateaued there. So I ended up getting the gym membership and I went to the one that's right in Sturbridge by Shaw's because, you know, they've got the cardio machines with the TV in them. So I was like, sweet, I can just be on the treadmill and on the cardio machines, do a little waiting. 
And that was good for a little while, but then that got really expensive mm. and I couldn't afford it. So I stopped going. And then of course I gained a little bit of weight back. So right. that's discouraging. And you know, I backslid a little bit and, um, that's when I decided I was going to try adjusting my diet even more. So cut out as much sugar as I possibly could without mm. making my kids feel like they wanted to die when I served them <laughs> dinner. Um, things like that, drinking more water again and trying yeah. to get away from the milk and the coffee and the soda and everything like that. And um, actually, I think it was you had posted something about your weight loss. And oh, I was cool. like, you know, why am I not trying more like I, I realized I was coming up with all these excuses I don't have the time I don't have the money sure. I'm a mom I'm a full-time student and I was the one who was holding myself back mm -hmm. so I'm like okay well I watch TV while I'm studying if I can do two things at once there can I do squats while I'm reading a book and mm -hmm. sure enough I could That's can awesome. I do a leg lifter you know 20 while I'm sitting here doing my assignment and I could so it was just making those little changes of implementing aerobics and stuff like that into my everyday life. And it wasn't some kind of grand, oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds by the end of this month. It was, you know what, I'm going to do what I can when I can and hopefully something happens. And it did. And it took, you know, another six months or so, but I lost those 20 pounds That's just awesome. from the little teeny adjustments that I made in my everyday life. That's so cool. Um, I'm so glad to hear that. Uh, I'm very flattered that something may, that I have may have posted <laughs> helped out um, for sure. Wow, that's a cool story. I really like that you definitely highlight the small changes because um, I know that like in my fitness journey, I was like, all right, I'm going to like cut my calories to like a thousand a day and run six miles a day and like just solve the problem real quick. Yeah. And that lasted all of like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, unrealistic goals. Yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's so cool to see that you incorporate it into daily life. Um, and I think that that's really key is that like, starting where you are which sounds like obvious mm -hmm. but if you are a busy mom that needs to fit it in and can only move don't feel pressured to be the mom that goes to the hour to the gym for like an hour and a half every day right exactly like, exactly it just isn't realistic for you and that's fine mm -hmm. and it's, i'm really glad that you were able to accept that for your journey and like for you yourself to yes. do that so that's great and you know another thing that I had I get all these smoothie cleanses and everything that pop up on my Facebook yeah. all the time and I had thought about it for so long like well maybe I should try that but again it's the realism of the goals that you set for yourself and knowing what you're capable of I know that I'm not capable of putting kale in a blender and drinking that four <laughs> times a day 100%. so that I can yep. lose weight <laughs> right yeah 100%. that's awesome so um, where so does that bring us to now like yeah, now, you know, I'm, um, I'm just still sticking with the same thing, trying to drink water instead of milk, making sure that, yeah. you know, I give myself maybe one or two rest days a week, but that the rest of the week, at least once a day, I'm like, all right, do something. You have to do something. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether it's going for a walk, going for a jog, doing squats with a book in my hand, like yeah. I said, whatever it is I have That's to great. do, I just, I push myself to do something. Because yeah. then at the end of the day, even if the numbers on the scale don't change, I exercised, I was moving my body, I got my blood flowing, and it's the health that it's about, so. Yeah. Do you see anything um, like reflected with your kids in a sense that like your kids notice things or like they're eating healthier, they're a little more active? <laughs> um, it's funny that you say that because my daughter, like I said, she's nine. 
And she is a very big advocate of, I don't care if I'm healthy, I like food. Uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to get her there, yeah. but she's, you know, she's still little and she's still, cookies taste good and I want milk with my cookies. So, but um, she does like to exercise with me, so that's good. But the dieting thing, she's just, not she's not about it yeah. at all. <laughs> that's cute. I'm still not on board with that. So like, <laughs> yeah. I don't blame her. <laughs> I still like the cookies. Oh yeah. That's cute. Oh, that's good. Um, and uh, is there any advice that you'd give other people? I mean, we touched on some other things. Is there anything else you'd add? Um, maybe, maybe advice you'd give to other people or something that maybe you say to yourself way beginning of the journey that you would have liked to know back then? Um, again, just like we said, just set realistic goals for yourself. Take it step by step, day by day, and don't expect any massive results overnight. Just mm -hmm. Be proud of yourself for what you are doing and build with that confidence, work with that confidence, and you'll see the results. So don't rely on those numbers in the scale or what you see in the mirror to find your happiness or your success in your weight loss. Mm -hmm. Are there any particular, you had mentioned to me earlier before we started some pod, uh, YouTube videos. Have yes. You, are there any particular ones you love um, that you want to share? <laughs> not really. There's not anyone that I like specifically subscribe to. Typically, it's just if I'm feeling that day that I want to find something new, I'll just go to YouTube and type in home workout videos and I'll find one that looks interesting or maybe it's got a cute guy or a cute girl and I feel like watching them a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, find something that's, you know, exciting if, I'm, to you. if I'm not feeling great about my arms that day, I'll look up, you know, upper arm exercises at home or do-it-yourself yeah. arm exercises and stuff like that. And there are just so many resources online that, you know, it, it, it's a pity not to utilize them. Yeah, 100%, agreed. It's a good way to save money like you're talking about. Yes, definitely, because those gym memberships, they add up, and yeah. you can just do it all at home. Yeah, 100%. Um, was there one thing that triggered you to change? Because I know that like some people could sit and just be okay with being 240 pounds and whatever, but was there something that was like, okay, you know, I really need to get my act together here? Um, well, <laughs> This year in particular, what kickstarted me to like really stick with it, my 10-year high school reunion is coming up. Ah, yes. And uh, I was bullied a lot in high school for being overweight, even yeah. though I was like a size 12. Right. Which, you know, you yeah. think about it. And high school's ruthless. Kids, you know, if they can find something, they will. And so with my 10-year reunion coming up, I was like, you know, it would be really great to walk in there really healthy. That's awesome. So, so that was like, and it's not even so much like, oh, I'll show them, but it's like, I'm going to show myself. Mm -hmm that I can rise above everything they said about me, how I was just going to be this fat loser my whole life, Aww. and here I'm going to roll into my 10-year reunion looking all kinds of fly. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. When's, your, when's the 10-year? Uh, it's November. Okay, cool. So I've still got another couple of months to drip off this last little bit. That's so. great. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Um, well, did it get harder over time? It does. Like I said, there are those backslides where, you know, you're like, oh, I've been doing so good. I just don't need to do it today. I can mm. take a break. And once you take that first break, that's what's dangerous. Because yeah. once you give yourself that first one, it's like, oh, well, I missed a day last week, and that's fine. Right. And, oh, I missed the last day, you know, of the past couple of weeks. Maybe I'll miss two this week. And that's where it backslides. Or when stress comes in, especially financial stress. I'm a big stress eater. So if financial stress comes into play or my daughter gets into something at school and mm -hmm. those types of things come into life, like that's again when it starts to get difficult. But you just have to keep you know, reminding yourself, I wanna be healthy. Mm -hmm. you know, I wanna be able to 
climb up a rock wall without any fears. I want to be able to do all that parkour-y kind of stuff that I see people doing. Like, I just, I want to be that kind of physically fit person, and I can't let the stresses of life get in the way. Are there any strategies you utilize to help that? Because I know I say that to myself all the time, (laughs) and then there's still, like, something goes wrong, and I'm like, okay, give me the chocolate. Um, I was actually just about to say the key for me is to kind of channel that frustration and that stress into my workout. So Mm. that frustration where I just want to scream at the top of my lungs, I'm going to get that pressure out by feeling that burn in my muscles. So instead of doing 50 reps, I'm going to do 100 today. (laughs) Because like that burn and that, you know what I'm talking about, that burn in your muscles, it's, it's, I don't know, it's cleansing to me. It feels like I'm sweating out all the frustrations. So Running endorphins are like none other. They're my favorite. (laughs) But it's still sometimes I, it's hard to get out the door. It is. Being honest. Yes, absolutely. Um, Are, how supportive were your friends and your family like? Were they sometimes, you know, oh, hey, it's okay to just have the cookie today? Or were they always like, you know what, you're right. Like, it's okay that you don't have the cookie today because you want, you have goals. Um, honestly, the only really, like, support support is, you know, I post my progress pictures on Facebook and mm-hmm. I get a lot of likes and good jobs. But as far as the journey itself, I've kind of had to take it on myself. Um, when I was together with my ex that I have my kids with, he was very supportive where he'd be like, you sure you want to eat that because I know you and I don't think you want to eat that <laughs> but uh you know since he moved out back at the beginning of the year it's been pretty much you all on you. myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah good for you thank you good for you I know a lot of times uh so for me like I get a personal trainer because I get bored with going to the gym and lifting weights yes. it's just not my favorite thing to do and mm-hmm. so I need someone there to be like Okay, time to lift weights. Like, yeah, you're acting over here. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I know he's going to show up week after week, so I have to, like, I can't really slack in between. You know, and I think that's something important to point out is that I am the type of person who can be self motivated, like doing school full time online. That's not something everyone can do. I'm pretty good at self motivating myself. So I think it is important to point out that if you're the type of person yeah. who can't do that, then definitely you need your support in place. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. I admire that a lot. I think those are all the main questions I have. Do you have anything else that you want to touch upon about your journey? Um, Anything else that you want to talk about that's important to you related to this? Um, I think, again, just the most important thing that I had to learn for myself was to be happy where I'm at no matter where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Keep striving to do better, but don't be unhappy until it's better. You okay. Know? Yeah. Be happy with where you're at, no matter where you're at. Yeah. Because no, no one wants to be miserable. I exactly. Guess, exactly. Like, if I if I was sitting here going, well, I'm not going to be happy until I'm 120 pounds. Like I have a year of misery. Right. <laughs> so yeah. why would I do that to myself? Right. Who would want that? Yeah. Um, I have one other interesting question that I guess I have not been asking a lot of people. But were there any strong opinions about health and fitness that you had at the beginning that changed over time? Yes. Um, I would say the strong opinion that, you know, I needed to maintain a vigorous exercise and diet plan. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, I had in the beginning had this whole big thing planned out for me of I'll do this on this day and this on this day and I'm not going to eat this and I'm only going to have this many calories and stuff like that. And that ended up going out the window very, very quickly. So I think that whole, you know, stick to your routine, stick to your plan, don't stray no matter what, that was 
kind of sort of what ruined it for me in the beginning because not sticking to that plan made me feel like a failure. Yeah. And so then you give up because it's like, well, I'm failing at it anyway. So what's the point? Mm -hmm. So giving myself that kind of wiggle room yeah. did wonders for me. The flexibility. Yes. Yeah. Because you get in this perpetual cycle of like beating yourself up and then you're like, well, I've lost yes. anyway, so I may as well lose more and eat this entire package of cookies instead yes. of just one cookie. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I've, that's a really good one to point out. I like that a lot. So awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to say about this? Oh, I think that's, that's about it. Okay. Well, great. And so what's your next goal? What's the... Do you want the, the reunion in November? Is there a goal weight or do you just I'm hoping to get down to 160 because that okay. was like my high school weight. And uh -huh. I'm hoping, you know, in high school, 160 was fat to those kids. But right. coming in there as, you know, long-legged woman in high heels, 160 pounds, nice and, you know, toned a little <laughs> sure. bit, you know. Absolutely. I think that'll be good. Good. And well, like, oh, you look great. I can be like, yeah, I weigh the same amount I did in high school. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Awesome. Uh, well, we will be rooting for you. And Thank I will be you. rooting for you. And, Thank you so um, much. Again, super props to you for having two kids and maintaining it. I, you know, I'm not a mom yet, but I hear a lot of times <laughs> the struggle is real when that it happens. It's very so real. I give you a lot of credit for doing that. Thank so. you so and much. And being a full-time student. Thank you. You're welcome. Means a lot. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, podcasters, and that's a wrap. Hi, podcast listeners. Thank you so much for listening to that episode with Kelly. I hope you enjoyed it. I wanted to point out a few things that I really liked from her. Uh, one is her figure-it-out figure mentality. Uh, she didn't give up when she figured out something didn't work or something wasn't working for her. She tried something new. She you know, put something different in her schedule and she made it work for her. And even, you know, the second time around or uh, when she plateaued, she figured something else out. And also, I don't mean to exclude other guests or podcasts, um, people from these conclusions, like almost everyone you're going to see all these themes with, but there's certain interviewees that I think really show some of these qualities more than others. So I like to point them out when I see them. Uh, I like that she substituted uh, milk with water. I think that some people lose sight of the fact that when they need to take something away, which inevitably with weight loss, it feels like you're taking a lot of things away, right? You're taking foods you love away. You're taking time away to go exercise. You're taking friendships away because you can't spend every Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night drinking, right? It just feels like in weight loss, you're taking a lot of th things away. So the word she used instead was substitute. And it seems like a small shift, but honestly, like that verbal, um, I call it kind of like verbal ninjaing, uh, when you can use different words to frame your mind a little bit different, like she's substituting milk uh, with water. She's not taking milk out. She's actually just replacing it with something else. So she still has something. Uh, and she's just learned to enjoy that and um, like it just as much as she has milk. So I encourage you to use that like framing and that mindset in your journey a lot. Uh, I, I think it's actually very useful. The last thing that I really liked about her is that uh, she used YouTube videos and it's not really ever something I've gone into. I've used a couple of YouTube videos, but uh, you know, she knows there's resources out there. She doesn't use any excuses. Like she has an internet full of exercises and these exercise videos she can do at home. Uh, and that means that basically she has no excuse not to work out. Um, and that 
pretty much is the same for you. I hate to break it to you. If you have a, you know, a computer with a screen, there's no reason you can't go on there and find some sort of workout video that you could do. So uh, I'll leave you with that, a little bit of a jab to maybe get you moving a little bit. But um, I hope you take it lightheartedly anyway, because I want what's best for you and I want you to feel strong and I want you to keep moving on your journey. So uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I think that I will give you one more week-ish with uh, the neat exercise in this challenge, but maybe next week I'll come up with something else you guys can work on. Um, for the next upcoming weeks. I, again, want to encourage you, if you want to be on the podcast, uh, please email me. It's wlmwpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you have a great week.